You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. <coughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect timing, too. Perfect. I ain't getting rid of that. I'll save that stuff, Larry. <laughs> Well, Mayor. Yes. You have, uh, as a granddaddy, and of course as a father before that, uh, to uh, a young baseball player, mm-hmm. uh, gangly young baseball player, they uh, have gone to plenty of youth baseball games, right? I'll say. Uh, so yesterday I uh, once again traveled to Woodbury to watch the 10-year-olds play. Mm-hmm. And I really have a complaint. Oh, Okay. What is the deal with between innings? The World Series games, which have five minutes of ads, don't have as much bleeping time between bleeping innings as these little rats. They're out. Get your ass out there. Throw two pitches. Get in the batter's box and let's go here. You got a two-hour time limit. You spend twenty-five minutes playing with yourself between innings. Get out there. Go. Move. I can't uh, add anything to it because I've given the same tirade at the park, and I was told to distance myself from the crowd that I was standing yes. with because it was driving me crazy. And Al. Also went up to the ump. I got a hold of the ump, yeah. who was a youth. And I said, yeah. "Hey, kid, kid, come here, come here." Yeah, right. What the hell are you doing? I said, yes. "Are you out of your mind? Yeah. You're giving these you're giving these teams ten minutes between yeah, innings. Let's go here. Throw the ball." And we had a 15, 16 year old ump. He's very earnest, but between every half inning, you got to go get a drink of water yeah, or something. Yep. Come on, your job is to make sure the next pitch is throwing seventy seconds after the last inning ended. That's right. Come on. I couldn't agree more. I, was, I don't know how uh, that happened. I got a, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the daughter-in-law wasn't there, but my, you know, my stepson was there and, and we were sitting properly socially distanced and, and I was doing the really not uh-huh. that far under my breath. Right. Let's play bleeping That's ball. Right. That's right. That's right. And pretty soon I bellowed out a couple, let's play ball. Yeah. Let's go. Come let's on. Let's go here. What is Hurry the... up. What is the deal? I well, don't know where no it stands from. Every, I mean, wonder all these kids think baseball is slow and too slow to play. It's uh, your fault. Well, it's your fault. I'll be let's happy go. to report, though, that as the kids get older, for instance, when they get to town ball, yeah. no one's more in a hurry for that game sure, to be over than because we all want to drink beer. You know, they should have Playboy magazines for these kids. When the game ends, you all get a Playboy magazine. Something. The faster you can 
play. Let's go. Something. God, I needed you 10 years ago. I can't tell you how many times I was bothered by this when my kid was playing yes, park what, ball. What is it? Well, they I don't go, know what drives it. What they drives this? They got to go over and talk to mom and stuff, and mom's got to come over and express sympathy if a kid pitched and he stunk, yep. you know, and... Uh, you but run off the field. You run back out. Yes, let's right. go. Yes, right. And they got to have treats. And, uh-huh. Oh yeah, you know, treats. Got to have your treats. Got to have the treats. <laughs> yeah. I forget about. Got to have a treats. juice box or some damn thing. Yeah. Somebody asked me yesterday if I wanted a juice box. I said, "Are yeah. you nuts? I never <laughs> drank a juice box in my life." And look at me, seventy-four, <laughs> healthy as a man can get. Almost. Right. Yeah, Perfect almost. health. Perfect health. <laughs> Perfect health. Yeah. God, it's unbelievable. It's. Uh, it's just I, I I don't know why. Yesterday I've seen it in the past, but yesterday it kind of got to me because I knew they had a time limit, you know. Yeah. So yeah, hey, let, let's go. So Joe, I told this to Pat already, but uh, speaking of town baseball, this is this is one of my favorite <laughs> things about amateur baseball. Right? Yesterday, Newmarket is playing Hampton. In their first ever Class B ball game. And Hampton has no business being in Class B, but go ahead. Correct. So the game was supposed to be played at Hampton, a one-game loser-is-done scenario. You with me so far? Yep. The head coach, or excuse me, the manager for Newmarket, paid Hampton $400 to have the game be played in Newmarket, even though Hampton was still going to be the home team. Really? Why did he do that, you ask? I, I am asking. Because he knew he would sell at least $500 worth of beer. <laughs> oh, it yeah. was a business decision. <laughs> and you said oh. they had a nice crowd oh, there. Oh, it was packed that yesterday. pushed right up to that Minnesota limit of 250 That's right. Right, uh, right, right up to right that limit. Right up to that limit. The first game I went to out in Gaylord, the guy said, we had 200 mm-hmm. I said, don't tell me that. Right. I'm a newspaper, you know. Take 50 off that number and say you had 230. What 248. The what the hell's yeah. wrong with you people, you know? But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it was uh, very agitating yesterday for some Pat, reason. it's too bad it's not a real baseball season because this local club is pretty damn good. Boy, nobody can hit, though. God almighty. Cleveland's team batting average, 10 games in the season, 193. Holy cow. cow. And there are five or six teams under 200. Wow. In uh, Major League Baseball. What's the Twins team batting average? Well, it's got to be 240, doesn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little higher. Could but, you uh, imagine if that staff had this lineup? The Cleveland staff with the Twins lineup? Yeah. Might be one oh, of the best yeah. teams in yeah, history. The starters are really good. <laughs> but I, I, I have a couple of takeaways from the weekend. Uh, a... Uh, yeah, the Twins, can they can come at you with all these different relievers. Some of them throw hard, some of them throw easy. Some of them, you know, we don't even know what the hell Sergio Romo's throwing. <laughs> it's just some, it's like Super Bowl disc or something. But, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the, uh, the observation I have to make is no, what are we going to do here? What are we, what are we going to do? To pump off uh, hitting into the game, you know. I mean, if if because you're you got the 
Starting pitcher, you're taking the importance of the starting pitcher away from the game, and the starting pitcher has always been a big part of the sex appeal of the game. So I don't, I don't know what we're going to do there. Well, the way baseball's going, you'll hear a sound effect of a ball struck, and then the batter will be instructed to go ahead, take second base. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh, it is uh, analytics. God love them have really uh, harmed the watchability of the game. There's no sense in complaining about them because they're, they ain't they're, going all, anywhere. they're not going anywhere. But the watchability factor is way down, that's mm-hmm. for sure. And we had our first ever doubleheader with two seven-inning two games seven yesterday. Two seven-inning games, yet. By the way, there was... I can't take it. The, uh, we, had, uh, we had a kid strike out nine straight for the Detroit yesterday, a guy named Tyler Anderson. I'd never heard of him. Struck out nine straight... Tied the American League record, and we had an eight-paragraph AP story on the doubleheader in the game that didn't mention him. Oh, boy. That's how common strikeouts are becoming. Wow. So. What is, uh, why the seven innings? Is it COVID-related? Yes. Uh, the, uh, they're, they're afraid they're going to stack up because of the postponements and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Tony Clark, the head of the union, basically called up and said, let's play seven. Yeah. And, you know, Manford's for anything that makes baseball shorter. He hates it. Yeah. Kenny, I watched Brockmeyer. I, I saw that. Yes, you, uh, you put uh, me you on You even him. used you, it. What would you think? I, I I think it's certainly their best season since number one, that's for sure. Yeah. And the uh, yeah. Joe uh, Brockmeyer's this Hank Azaria put-down of, of, right. of, of, of – <laughs> What would you say? It's a put down of civil behavior, would yeah, you, yeah, Kenny? Yeah, normalcy <laughs> and decency. Yes, yeah. right. It's yeah, a, anything decent. Because yeah. year B was R rated, doesn't even year two yeah. R rated doesn't even approach it. What it right. what it was, and it was also unwatchable. But uh, they make him commissioner of baseball in 2030 because the game is basically dead. <laughs> and uh, it's a, they, 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 they have a different view of global warming than uh, you might, too, because the weather report is uh, a nice cooling spell here on the East Coast today. It's only going to be 114 in Washington today. It's, uh, yeah. But anyway, it's, uh, it's pretty good. There's, there's one... Uh, uh, his producer's talking to him before the game, and she, he wants to do this. Kenny, you saw this bit. He wants yeah. to do this bit about Uncle Jim or something. And he said, I want you to, she said, I want you to save that for the fourth hour when most of our audience wants to kill itself after the 12th pitching change. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's a, it is a pretty good put-down of modern in, baseball. In fact, Joe, uh, we played this clip, and we can, because it's not part of the show. It's part of an interview that he did with uh, Dan Levitard uh, that uh, is featured on 1500. Here's a little snippet. Yeah, Jim Brockmeyer has a legendary feud with Brent Musburger. That, uh, oh, you're not going to bring that up? Well, bringing I it did. up. Now it's too late. I'm sorry to dig up a part of your past that you Man. might not be comfortable with. Brent, Os- Brent Musburger's an icon. Why would you feud with him? I don't like to talk about him. I... We insist. We do an interview. <laughs> we do what well, we, de- we demand honesty from our guests. Can you call somebody a, a, a punk <laughs> bee? Can you say that? <laughs> No, but well, I just did. That's what he is. All right, his face is annoying. Right? His Everybody hates his face. Nobody likes his face. But about fifteen, twenty years ago, 
uh, we got into it a little bit over the pronunciation of. Do you remember? You remember Kent Herbeck? Remember him? <laughs> yes. Remember him? First baseman for the Twins. Yes. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure he's in the Fat Guy Hall of Fame. He should be. I speak a little bit of Czech, and the actual correct pronunciation of his name is Herbeck. Got to roll the eye. Okay, and I told that to Musburger because he asked me. He said, "Is am I pronouncing this correctly?" I'm like, "Well, if you want to know, actually, it's Herbeck." And you know what he said to me? He said, "I don't care. I don't care, Jim. I don't care." I said, well, you asked me first of all, and and second of all, what kind of attitude is that? I took it as a slight to the Czech people, quite frankly. And one thing led to another. He ended up. I don't know how to say this. He took. He took a dump in my hotel bed. Okay? And he did. Wait a minute. Which, but, why? What was your history? Well, why would it escalate there to wasn't, there? There wasn't a small amount of alcohol involved. <laughs> I mean, it was funny, but it was also very unsanitary. <laughs> and, and that'll that'll yeah, give you the snippet a of the show. flavor of uh, Brockmire, but boy, they lost it when Amanda Pete left after the first year. Yeah. Amanda yeah. Pete was great, and they brought her. She's back quite a bit this time. So that's it's a, still drinking, back. so that helped, too. Yeah. Back. She's drinking, but he quit, right? Right. Yep. Rockmire yep. quit, he but she's so still bad. drinking. Yep. Yeah, and, she's, and trying she's, to uh, raise—he was trying to raise a daughter, mm-hmm. and yes. that—that that really wasn't his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so, folks, Pat made this when the show launched. I believe your explanation of it was. You're going to know right away if you're in or if you're out. <laughs> yes, that's If you right. start to watch now the show from the beginning. I, I, we, we talked to that church, the guy who developed oh, church right. Cooper. Yes, we yes. had him on the air. Yeah. And he, he said that, uh, I said, you know, right off the bat, he goes into a tirade about his cheating ex-wife, right? <laughs> right. The first right. show ever, filthy stuff about They're her. They're at Yankee Stadium yeah, or yeah, wherever. right. Yeah. And I, I said something to him about it. He says, yeah, we were going to give them the option of being whether they're in or out right off the bat. He said. Yeah. And uh, but two two got a little uh, little body even by my liberal standards. It was unbelievable. So. You mentioned in the column where you mentioned it uh, that um, it first appeared on Funny or Die, just yes. small segments, seven minutes it, or something, seven. Eight yeah, minutes. and it reminded me of the segment where Brock Meyer likes to call play by play on himself as he's sitting in the stall in the restroom. <laughs> yeah. And it's just so hysterical and wrong and sick and funny all at the yeah. same time. That yeah. sounds so wrong. And, and the third yeah. person, he's yeah. always Brockmeyer. Yeah. yeah. Brockmeyer. <laughs> Brockmeyer for the win. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he enjoyed himself, that's for sure. That yeah. guy... Uh, Who's the actor? Hank Azaria. First, uh, he was married to Helen Hunt, right? Wasn't he... Uh, I'm not sure about his personal life. I know he's done a lot of voiceover work for uh, different shows. And and Simpsons was was the goofy. Yeah, he was the goofy building superintendent or something on uh, on uh, the the Paul Reiser uh, Helen Hunt series, whatever that was. Mad about you? Oh, he was. That's the first time I ever saw him. Yeah, he was trying to play the same guy that played the. You know the what was the other popular one with the three women that uh, in the seventies? Three's Company. Three's no 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 the one uh, they lived in Bonnie uh, Franklin or something and her two daughters. Oh, oh McClam, would... uh, the Phillips, uh, the the drug right, addict, um, <laughs> Mackenzie Phillips, the drug addict right, was in uh, that with one with Valerie Bertinelli also 
with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That series was extremely popular, and they had the goofy superintendent. So that's uh, Pat village. somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, yeah that's right. Anyway, so, but yeah, he's uh, he's he's properly irreverent, I think, in his whole life. So, uh, are you aware the PGA starts this week? I am uh, right. I watched golf. I watched quite a bit of golf this weekend for the first time in a long time. I uh, they uh, they they did enough to that golf course there to make it interesting down the stretch. They get the you know it's kind of like uh, the, where the Honda Classic is played. The last two three holes, you better be careful. You hit it in the water. But it was uh, I, I enjoyed it yesterday. It was the PGA good. is at I think it's called Harding Park. Harding Park, Park. yes, uh, Harding Park is an old public golf course not far from Olympic and uh, from the Olympic Club. And they went in, and a beautiful hunk of land, but kind of had fallen on hard times. And the city of San Francisco or the county or whoever went in and spent millions on the thing. And, you know, now costs you a ton of money to play there, but it's uh, supposed to be a hell of a golf course. So well, well, the beauty see. of it is we'll get some primetime coverage because uh, yes. you get the two-hour difference in time. They'll be right. on until about 8 o'clock. Eldrick is uh, Eldrick finally has to show up for one too. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it'll be good. So uh, that was uh, interesting leaderboard they had yesterday. Kepka and Thomas going down. It does make me feel that we didn't get Brooks Kepka's best effort here a week ago, uh, Joe. I don't think so. Yeah, he uh, he kind of first of all DJ shows up, shoots eighty, and says, hey, "I'm leaving." And then he, he's in contention this week. And then Kepka, he's he doesn't make the cut. And uh, then he goes and, and he damn near wins the tournament yesterday. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm thinking we didn't get their sincerest <laughs> if, sincerest best up at the TPC Twin Cities. If Player Nicholas and Palmer were the big three of their generation, all through the '60s and into the '70s, they were the big three. Yep. Who was who would be the current big three of their generation? Because I can only come up with two: Mickelson and Woods. I can't come up with a big third. I can't come. I up don't with know one. who the third is, right? I mean, yeah, I and how far back do you got to go? Well, I mean, you got to go, go back. You got to go back to the late nineties, or just, yeah, yeah. How about yeah. the big three of this century? Well, Woods, Mickelson, and who's number three? Nicholas, Rory. No, this century. Oh, this century. This is the two oh, thousands, Joe. That's we right. We're not whole, in. Uh, we went through that whole deal about twenty years right, ago. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. We switched. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, I would say Rory, maybe. Yeah. Okay. But he's he's you know he hasn't won the Masters yet, so I maybe never will because he's not much of a putter. But uh, he didn't do well over the weekend. This weekend. No, he's distracted now. He's got a wife, right? Mm-hmm. Who who did he marry? Some uh, attractive young lady. Well, he had know. options. Yeah, uh, he did. Well, he dumped Caroline Wozniacki, one of right. my favorite ever uh, So uh, I just players. pulled up the list of uh, golfers with most PGA wins, and the ones that are active currently, Rory has the most with 40. Oh, shoot, I just well, had it. Tigers. The yeah, outside of Tiger. Yeah. Outside of Tiger. So. He got 40-some on the PGA? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I guess it is him then. 44. 44 uh, but, wins. But Phil's got. How many's Phil got? Uh, Phil's got to have more than 44, doesn't he? Well, he played good over the weekend, huh? Darn it, where did he go? I guess he did. You know what's interesting about uh, Phil is uh, 
He's, he's had this longevity. It proves that guys who are a little tubby can have longevity, too, because he's always been a little <laughs> overweight. He gets skinny once in a while. But he's. remember when he tried to tell us he had a unique sort of fat? Remember that? About yeah. 15 years ago, he had some term for How the— so? I'd, I'd have to look up the term, but it's, uh, you know— it was, it was, it was, uh, God, I, I can't remember what the term was, but, uh, he had a, it was, he was trying to explain how the fact he was overweight didn't hurt him because it was a unique kind of fat. Well, a special kind of fat. Yeah. And he was muscle uh, fat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, basically that's what it did. It, it was that rare fat that made you stronger, I guess. I don't know what it was. Uh, Erica Stoll is the name of, uh, Rory McElroy's new wife. And I know you will find this shocking. She is very fetching. Yeah. Is she yeah. worth leaving the house on Christmas morning? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, uh, our guy Ricky, meanwhile, who once again choked like a dog, uh, he married the pole vaulter, right? Allison, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm uh, unsure. Stocky, Allison Stocky, who's really good looking. I always pick five players every year and have a family bet. Uh, I always on pick the five. Majors. You had to wait the, a long on, time to pay off this year. <laughs> right. Well, we haven't had any yet. Yes. So I'm going to pick. I got to come up with five players that have never won a major before, and I predict one of them will win a, ma- a major. But I'm taking Finau and Fowler uh, off my list. I don't think they can do it. No, they're both. Uh, they're not big finishers. That's no, sure. I don't think they can do it. I was so like, I got to come up with five. Finau, 30 top 10s without winning. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's uh, pretty incredible. And Ricky, Ricky doesn't win enough to have earned this <laughs> tremendous reputation he has. He's uh, he's well thought of and doesn't hurt in the endorsement business. He can, but, put, he can putt a little, but I don't yeah. know. He's not very yeah. consistent. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, uh, Joe, tell me about the hockey game. What, did you watch much of it? Are you kidding me? I'm not waiting up till. <laughs> Midnight to watch a meaningless hockey game. How about game. you, Reaver? I watched watch it. How I, about you, Kenny? Did I you nodded it? off in the third period, but I did watch the first two periods. So I've, I've seen just a few plays. So uh, mostly highlights. So do we have a, the new John Casey? John Casey, you know, kind of obscure, took us to the Cup final in '91, uh, and now all of a sudden the guy Staylock, the kid from UMD, is uh, they can't beat him. He was playing great when the season ended, and now he's, uh, last night, 28-save shutout. Well, well I, I will say this, I, and not to take anything, he did play a good game, but they the, the defense, Spurgeon among them, gave them no shot those first two lines for Vancouver. I mean, they were so good yesterday. Tell me this, what what's the format? I haven't paid a lot of attention to it. <laughs> okay, we have, we, uh, we let the eight nearest teams... No, actually four in each division. The four nearest teams in each division into this qualifying round, which they now have started calling the playoffs, uh, to try to win, you know, to try to advance to the round of 16. So those teams, those eight teams, uh, four in the East, four in the West. Oh, wait, eight? No, 16. Those 16 teams uh, are playing eight best of fives. Uh, to then advance to the next round to play uh, the the one through eight seeds in the tournament. So, okay, so either Minnesota or Vancouver we'll is then, done after this series. Yes, correct. And, and right. if you're done, yep, then you get a 
12.5% chance to get the number one draft choice. So then I have to ask a question because the phrase you guys have always used talking about playoff hockey is you want to go to the lake. Well, do you, you want to go, go to the lake, lake in August? <laughs> now or? they're back from the lake. Yeah, That's you. good. They already they were back to the lake. You know, we went to the lake in June. You know, we got there early. We we got sick of the lake. We're back. Right. We, you know, but this is this is black fly. You know, bug season. At the lake anyway. That's so, true. Uh, you, yeah. know, you want to who, go to the lake in the spring before they really get back. Who, who else is in Edmonton? The Blackhawks? Everybody in, in, the, uh, in the West. In the West. Everybody in the West. teams okay. in the West. And, and, I, and I can't tell you who didn't make it. I, and then the other 12 are uh, in, in Toronto? In Toronto, yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Here, I can pull up the list. We, You know what we should have done is we should have done the win loss for the bubble for the uh, for the NHL bubble like we always like to do with football. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. You got... Calgary's playing Winnipeg, and they're actually playing right now. It's one nothing in the first period. Uh, that's who's, who's winning? That's usually part Winnipeg. Of Winnipeg's giving up. part of the key part of giving the score is not to just give the score. That's you true. Gotta, you got to let them know it's two to nothing, and I don't know who's ahead. In so. Toronto, in about two hours, Washington is playing Tampa Bay. Dallas is playing Van or Vegas. Uh, Montreal and Pittsburgh, Chicago and Edmonton, Carolina already beat the Rangers today. Florida is playing the Island. Uh, the Coyotes are playing Nashville, Columbus and Toronto, and your Minnesotas and Vancouver's. That rounds out your tournament. It's two tournament. games on right now. Thank you for alerting yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Now I get something to do for the. Where rest do they of show them? them? <laughs> NBC Sports and what else? Where else they show? Uh, NHL now. NHL. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. One of them, which one I don't have? One of them I don't have. On I don't think YouTube. I have NHL. I, uh, my YouTube might I might not have uh, NBA.com. It doesn't matter because I can't watch the Wild because I have Dish and the whole Fox North. Oh, nonsense. they're still feuding so, with them, huh? Yeah. yeah, so I can't watch the What's Wild. What's Dish or telling you? That they just uh, well, being unreasonable? Is, yeah, each side is blaming the other. It's, that's, it's both, yeah. It's, that's it's the way nonsense. it. Uh, somebody, I wrote something about. Uh, the Twins, uh, you know, one reason that they're playing in these 30 different ballparks is because the uh, regional networks uh, pay about $2 billion a year to the baseball, and they want night games, right? They don't want they don't want to have six teams in Milwaukee and play at 11, you know, 4, 3, and 7. And uh, somebody said, send me back a note and says, you should have said something about FSN not being on Dish. <laughs> you know, no, I shouldn't. No, but uh, you know that's Dish's problem, not mine. <laughs> How I, you doing with fanless sports, Patrick? Hey, you know what? When I go to the Twins game in person, I've only been to two. I'm going today. I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. Nobody to annoy you. You know, hey, Ricey. You know, you gotta watch. You, you gotta watch. When I bellow out a, a bellow out an insult at one of the lads, I gotta keep it down a little. I gotta remember Cause not because they might be able to hear it. But uh, and the traffic, it's good. It's you know that's you know no traffic and uh, they're giving us good parking spots. So it's uh, that that's an advantage. But when I'm watching on TV, I can't stand it. So. Yeah. See, I I've. It hasn't really bugged me at all, and I thought it would. I, I think I think it's 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 worse from what I've seen in an NBA arena than it is in a, in an empty gym than it is in an empty ballpark. 
I have a question for you, Royce, and you said you're going today. Yeah. Maybe while you're sitting there in the box and you look out into the outfield and you see that old mini and St. Paul logo. Yeah. Uh, have you ever contemplated changing that logo? Well, and maybe I've... updating it for the times. Well, they apparently are going to. They have uh, they have said that, but they probably would next year. You'll see a different one. But uh, as a guy who uh, has very fond memories of Met Stadium. Uh, I, I I like it, but I, I you know I I can put up with changing it too. I don't know what we're gonna do because Minneapolis and St. Paul we don't really have the war that we used to have across the river either. So right. when they came up with that, you know, it was a big deal to try to get St. Paul people to come out the you know the St. Paul had tried to get the team for Midway Stadium, and right. uh, they, you know, they were trying to get rid of the resentments because uh, has the BL is the BLM movement demanded the change? No, it's not. It's so. actually a local guy. A, uh, his name is Dr. Charles Crutchfield. He's a dermatologist. Right. He actually spends a lot of money with the station, uh, and he just tossed it out on his Facebook page, and he offered up three different choices: a refreshed logo, or keep it the same, or uh, just change it all together. And, of course, I was anti, uh, I thought this was an awful idea until I had the brilliant idea of putting Kirby up there. And then I thought, oh, this is the you know best idea in the whole yeah, world. Yeah, but you still get people, idiots, who respond to the Star Tribune article saying Kirby should be taken down because of the accusations that were made right. against him at the end. Sure, so right. you gotta, uh, you got to watch your, you got to mind your P's and Q's. Well, plus Kirby wouldn't look any different than either Minnie or Paul <laughs> no, right now. Right. No, Kirby. <laughs> no. Yeah, that chub- Which one's the chubbier one? That'd yeah, have to be- yeah. How about Herbeck and Puck? No, Shaking no, no. hands. Two tubby guys. Her- Herbeck. Her- Her- Herbeck. Herbeck. I think, didn't we, wasn't there something about Herbie being offended that, uh, or not being offended that they said he was on the all, that the, that was getting played. Oh yeah, all fat team. Or uh, no, something. because I think it was something he tweeted because he oh, he's, yeah. he's kind of active out. on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, but I don't think he was uh, too. I something he had some reaction to it, but he found it. <laughs> Somebody made him aware that Brock Byer who had put him on the all fat guy team oh. or something. So what a uh, you know. So anyhow, I I don't know about poor Minnie and Paul, but. Uh, it's uh, the twins, of course. The big challenge now comes. They got to go on a road for three different cities here. Stay in the house, boys. Stay yep. in the hotel. Don't go out and have any fun. I got a dumb question. Yeah. When they're at home, do they get to go to their own homes? Yes, yes okay. they do. Right. Yes, right. they do. And uh, I think they they're they're pretty much on the honor system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, Let's take a vote. <laughs> didn't work out too well for Miami when no. they put those youthful fellas on the honor system. So, did the Cardinals get sick while they were here, no, or did they get no, sick before they got what, here? The rumor on them is a couple of the fellas went to a casino down in St. Louis. Ah, one of the river casinos down there. That's the rumor. On okay. That one. So, okay. I, I don't buy it all, though. You could get it anywhere, you know. I, I you could did. get it getting we, groceries. We all, we, they're trying to act like, boy, if these guys didn't go to the strip joint, we wouldn't have any problems. It's not, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, they could have gone anyway. They could have mm-hmm. gone to the grocery store. Yeah. So it's not, you know, not necessarily going to the strip joint, you know. Although, did we close down the strip joints again in Minneapolis, Kenny? 
How you... would I know? Jesus. No, I thought I thought I don't like that gonna... accusation. I, I thought maybe you heard anecdotal evidence. Right, that's, that's what he was getting right, at. Yeah. yeah. Right. I haven't been when, to one in 20 years. I don't I don't so get drunk Watchmen, enough to well, be able to tolerate well, it Well, neither do I. But Fry, you know, won't let you sit at the bar. Will he let you sit on Sniffer's Row? That's the question, <laughs> oh you know. <laughs> Mother <laughs> of God, Patrick. <laughs> well, that's, what, what is the other term for it? Give me a better term. I don't have any terms. I'm not a strip club guy. I, all and I a who's. And a who's. When I stop going, there's guys in Wisconsin that come in wearing the hat lights and the minor helmets. <laughs> like, like, like a, Sturgis. I bet there's like a few of those in Sturgis, man. Oh and there's just no amount of alcohol that allows no. me to go into those places anymore because I just, uh, I'm just full of questions. The last one I how went, did it come to this? They're the depressing. The last one yeah, I really went is the last one I went to was early, like at four or five in the afternoon. There's nobody there because I was down doing a thing on how Mankato the first day the Vikings would have been in camp and you know when they left Mankato and I was down doing a piece on you know poor Mankato and I I stopped at Mettler's to see how this was going to affect business you know and they got a couple of quotes from a longtime waitress who was a little worried because the the football fans were the best uh Gave the best uh, tips uh, she said whether she served drinks or she was a little worried so when you were there how were the wings did you get the wings? I didn't, wings. I didn't say, the wings, like uh, like Lou Williams. Lou Williams, when he got thrown out of the NBA bubble, <laughs> he'd gone to the strip joint to get the wings. Said, right. That's all, all I know is the further you get away from the country's tallest buildings, the more the dancers look like me. <laughs> yeah. We used to go once in a while when we'd get really full of whiskey. Yep. In the seventies, we'd go to the Saddle downtown in Hennepin, just for the yucks, man. It was unbelievable. <laughs> These poor old gals, still out there trying to make a living. It was, it was, it was something. Oh. Saddle was before your time, probably, Kenny. How yeah, many people expected? How many people at Sturgis this year? Two hundred fifty thousand. Yes. So actually, Royce, my wife has been to one uh, more recent than I have. She met a bunch of friends downtown. Whatever that one is downtown, right next to uh, right next to the the nineties. She met a bunch of friends at that one. Looking outside, it's sunny, and you're talking about strip clubs. (laughs) Bachelorette party, I would guess she ended up. So some kind of party. I'm trying to find it, but Whitlock had a great line about Lou Williams, Uh, and and basically, I'm summarizing. And Whitlock knows something about wings. Oh yeah, he does. He goes, "Homeboy went in for the wings, and all he got were leg and thighs." That's oh, just hilarious. Line. What's he doing now? What's well, he, he's doing what, a is show. He on Fox? Or yeah, he? he's doing a show on FS1, yeah. I believe. God, that guy. I love that guy. The columnist from Kansas City back in the day, mm-hmm. big fella, Joe. Mm-hmm. And we're in Kansas City one day and for a Viking game, and uh, they're, they're mad at him about something he wrote about the Chiefs, and some guy's banging on the window of the press box in front of him, and he very deliberately mouths go bleep yourself <laughs> in modern uh, modern times if we treated a reader like that you'd get uh, you'd get uh, fired probably oh 
Well, in modern times, there's nobody to give you any grief in the press box. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's or, a good writer, though. He's a he's a good writer, Whitlock. Oh yeah, he is very yeah. good, outstanding. It's uh, it's uh, yeah. It's, there's there's hardly any. You, you couldn't find an editor to fire you either. There's <laughs> nobody down in the office, so I don't know. Was your newsroom you, open? Yeah, but nobody's in there. Yeah. But you can get in with the you know proper credentials and yeah. stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, I go in there about once or twice a week, and uh, newsroom for 240 people, and uh, there might be two people, and it's got to be the safest place in the Twin Cities. Plus, they come in there and spray it about every two hours. I haven't been in the newsroom since early March. Mm. Well, that's uh, doesn't uh, that doesn't surprise so me. We got your guys. desk. Your desk at Hubbard. The calendar is still at set at March. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hanging over your desk, it's still at March. That's okay. That's uh, but the mask, uh, Reavers. At least in Newmarket, they were all following the mask uh, guidelines. Yeah, yeah, they were all in socially distancing and everything like that. Yeah, it was a, it was a. Yeah, they were all being very responsible yesterday in Newmarket. What is the uh, proper? uh, You know, when you go to the grocery store Mm -hmm. and you put on the mask, Mm -hmm. how far out of the grocery store can you? when you take off the mask i don't even get through where the door the sliding door opens <laughs> yeah. and i have it off as i'm Same walking back to here. my vehicle yeah. because the truth of the matter is i got such a cheap mask it doesn't do any good anyway oh, I'm, I'm just doing it so i can go in a building that's i think all. your the mask you have would dissolve if droplets were to uh, right touch here. it i think it would dissolve <laughs> that's right here but it does fog up of my glasses when i'm in the press box and it's hot so oh you have to wear it in the press box oh god yes okay yeah, yeah you any everywhere in the ballpark they're how, crazy how many people do they allow in the press box 35 but they aren't drawing that many they're, they're, you know they're, they're, they're it's Judd, you and judd lavelle go, <laughs> judd goes every game judd's there every game he is representing uh score north cranking it out man yep fighting a good fight Yep. Did you see Rhett Wetmore so, started a Twins newsletter? No, I didn't. Guess what the title is? Five Thoughts. That's Where'd he get that? That's what he did here, Five Thoughts. Yes. Yeah. Well, hopefully it'll lead to some success for the young man. <laughs> yes. yes. Gentleman well, and he witnessed, he witnessed the phenomenon known as a garage logic and decided <laughs> yes, to create right. his own deal. Well, yes. Explain that. How, what, Joe? What? All these years you did a radio show. Right. Don't you wish you'd been doing a podcast for about eight years? I'd love the podcast format. I know. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a, a phenomenal success. It's amazing. Well, it Think demonstrates. all those times you could have sneaked out to some public golf course if you'd had a podcast. <laughs> That's <know>? right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, it's about three, four times a week. I <laughs> Oh, I meant to tell you guys we got to start early Wednesday. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Wednesday, early on Wednesday. The best is when so, I'll check in with Pat on Friday mornings to see what time he's available to join GL. And uh, last Friday when we started really early, he said, let me guess, Bleeper's got a tea time. <laughs> so, Such, I was telling Royce off the air, uh, you stepped away to get a glass of water or something. I've gone to Viking Speedway up in Alec twice now. They've, uh, they've only had three races. 
And in one of the classes, <laughs> the same guy, Midwest Modifieds, his name What's is Brock his name? Grunwald. Brock Grunwald, oh, hell yeah, of Brock a driver. Grunwald. Good, he uh, has won the feature in all three races of uh, Mid- Midwest Modifieds up there. And on the side of his car, his number is, and I mean, it's a giant number, 2020. Then it says, keep America great. And there's a huge, huge picture of President Trump on both sides of his car. (laughs) And I'm telling you, he's got the setup and he's got the car. He can come from last place and win. But what I found ironic and interesting is in the stands, everybody has their own favorite driver. So there's a bunch of fans for number two over here and a bunch of fans for 32 over here. But when Brock is coming from last to first, at every car he passes, the entire crowd goes crazy. <laughs> Isn't that something? <laughs> they absolutely love him. And it got me to thinking, Roycey, being the contrarian you are. I might go out and do a piece on him. You've got you've to find a... But the trouble... Find, yeah. Roycey, find a back marker, a guy that never wins, that always that always finishes last. Throw a couple hundred dollars at him to put a picture of Joe Biden <laughs> on his car. We'll turn this into okay. professional it wrestling. <laughs> I might go up. With the, the trouble is, if I go up and write a column about him, which I like to do, then oh, Republican bleeping bleeper, yeah. you know? Because yeah. yeah. I'd talk out of Brock. I'd say, hey, Brock. I hate the guy. So, uh, but anyway, let's start from there, and then we'll see uh, how she goes. Then, then we'll, uh, but then we'll write about him. So I was with people. Driver. I was with people in a car Saturday. We had to go to New Richmond, Wisconsin, and uh, uh, one of them finally said, "Okay, we're far enough away. Let's start counting." And I said, "What the hell are you talking signs? about? They count Trump signs." Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They get I, a kick here, out of it. Here's what I don't people. understand. <laughs> everybody, everybody. No, Kenny, these were people who don't like Trump. So I, know, I, know, yeah. I know, everybody I presumes, know. Everybody presumes Biden's going to win this state. How's mm-hmm. he going to get any votes? He's not going to get any votes outside of the, head up in the, outside of the no. seven-county metro area. Not right. one. And yeah. Same with Walls. Same Which, with Walls. Well, well, he don't, yeah, but if he runs against the pillow guy, he'll get 68%, <laughs> for God's sakes. <laughs> Mr. Pillowhead. The pillow guy. The pillow guy. <laughs> Pillowhead. <laughs> is, he, is the Mr. pillow man really going to run for governor? Mr. Featherhead. Yes, yeah, he is, yeah. man. Right. Do they got feathers in him? Is he uh, it's a patented secret with... uh, material. Yeah. Is, is he spending money with him? Maybe we ought to be uh, with us. We should be careful. No, he dropped us like a bad habit. Okay. <laughs> uh, but you'll discover Brock is a great guy, and he's leading in the points in both Alexandria and up in Fergus Falls. When, and what day of the week do they run? Uh, Friday nights at I-94 Speedway in Fergus, and Saturday night in Alexandria at Viking Speedway. And, Alex, and it's two Alex very... Is, vi- Alex is closer. closer. Yeah, just by, you know, it's another 30 minutes up to Fergus. Uh, but Alec is a half-mile track, so there's, you know, it's a different setup for both the Fergus tracks. is dirt? Yeah, they're both dirt. Oh, I know. thought Alex had uh, pavement. No, no, oh, no, okay. no, no. We don't tar our tracks. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that here. Yeah, I might. That'd be, that'd be fun. And oh. Just to, but everybody'd hate me uh, on both sides. Well, I, don't you? Isn't that what you're looking for? <laughs> yeah, that's why you haven't retired. <laughs> I thought that was your goal in life. Hey, I got an invite to throw out the first pitch at the Class B Chocopee tournament. Really? But I fear. Being Fauci, you know, mm-hmm. I oh, fear no, like no, mis- no, no, no. I fear like throwing it sideways, like uh, Fauci. No, here's what we do. But I'm, here's the deal. Oh, go ahead. I will do it if they confiscate cell phones. 
<laughs> You're like Jeter's uh, Jeter's yeah, like Metallica. <laughs> and we're gonna have to have one last electronic sweep with a wand before I throw that. So I did that nobody, Fauci nobody. pitch. Gracie, that reminded me of your golf hit off the oh, tee. Oh, it does. It does. <laughs> that reminded me of rookies golf heat. Oh. They hit when Joey Dimner killed Joe and I and the owner, Dutch Cragen. <laughs> Who was with us, too? Uh, was Natalie with us? Who was with us? One of yeah, somebody. PR... But he hit it off a boulder. It came swing, screaming <laughs> back at us. First tee. First ball ever struck at Cavens and Cragen's golf course, Kenny. Yep. There's a big rock down at the end of the drive. But it's only about two feet high. Yep. It's direct hit. And here comes the ball straight back at us. We're all diving out of the way. And his second shot is from like 60 yards behind the tee. Yeah. And, and Dutch picks himself up on the ground and says, uh, uh, come on, hit another one. And he says, what? Are you crazy? Uh, I, I once, to be a nice guy, I once took him out to uh, the will uh, the the. The Mystic Lake Golf Course, the the one next to Mystic Lake. Yeah. The Willows, right? Yep. It's not a Mystic Lake Golf Course then. It might be now. I thought it was called Legends. No, no, there's the Legends. It was, it's somewhere else. It's okay. the Willows, a really good golf course. And uh, <laughs> I gave him a, a sleeve of balls to start with. And Are we talking Rook or Rook, Dutch? Rook. Okay. Gave Rook a sleeve of balls, and they were all gone before we got to the fairway of the first. There was water in front, and he had three in the water. That was the new the new sleeve of balls. Didn't make it over the first water hazard, 80 yards in front of him. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's the only guy I could ever play with that I felt good about my game. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the mayor? I think it was the mayor of Cincinnati that threw out a first pitch a oh, couple yeah. years ago, oh, yeah. and he threw it in the dugout. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Fauci wasn't that bad. No. You, you know, we, used to, we made fun of Harvey McKay when he got to throw out the first ball in the 87, wasn't it the 87 World Series? I think so. Because he saved the Twins, and he practiced for like a month. I bet <laughs> you he know, did. He, he, he came out and felt the bound and did the whole thing, and... Uh, yeah, yeah, that that's not a bad idea if you're gonna. That's you know, a fun thread to go down though. If you go to YouTube and you see bad, worst, fantastic. yeah, bad first pitches or whatever. Oh, you, uh, I get trapped Bowie. for an hour. Baba yeah. Bowie from the Stern Show had a horrible pitch. Oh, did he? Uh, yeah, that was hysterical too. Yeah. Hey, is he still on Stern? Yeah. Oh yeah. Is yeah. it radio or is it? He's uh, serious. Serious. Okay. Yeah. And who's he? Is he still got Robin on with him? Yep. Yep. Wow. That's and man. Fred. He's gotten better too. Actually, what's, what's he, wrong he, with these guys? Why don't they quit? <laughs> well, he got a hundred million dollar contract. That was yeah. one of the reasons. Well, you know, you get to be seventy. Why don't you hang That's up? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell, come on. So we keep room. asking ourselves. Make room. <laughs> make room for. Well, they've <clears throat> they've helped some of us get closer to that decision, Joe. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, keep in mind, you guys are supporting your uh, the people riding your coattails too. So, and we're very thankful for that. Yeah. yeah. So keep talking, fellas. Kenny, if you ride my coattail, you'll be tending bar some damn place uh, up there in Carlos or some. Car- Carlos, that's a nice lake up there somewhere. They've got to have a little three-two joint. They still have three-two beer up there. Uh, it's pretty know, well gone, has, isn't it? Yeah, no, everybody has Sunday liquor uh, now, so I think it's gone away. I, I read some story last week. We're like one of the last states in the union that has it. 
And, but yeah, uh, and why? Well, nobody knows why. Yeah, I don't know why you do it. So, uh, what do you think, Mayor? Mayor, there, <laughs> yeah, time. Uh, you, you get no, there. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking. You know, the oldest kid I used to have got the boat, and he took it down. Oh, that, yeah, tell us more about the boat. Please. Well, he had big plans. He was going to put it on on. Uh, it, on Lake Michigan, well, that fell through. Mm-hmm. So he's on this fox chain of lakes, which is there. It might as well be named pus infection, <laughs> running sore. Uh, there's Where tree stumps lake? sticking out of the water, <laughs> and it's a, just grotesque. This is north of Chicago, or something? yeah, yeah. It's, uh, tree it's Illinois. Lake. <laughs> yeah, it's just just horrible. And he sent me a picture today. He said, "So far, this is the nicest house I've found, oh. and it looks like somebody stacked up about three to- pontoon boats on top of each other and put a door." <laughs> so you people. gave it you gave it away and, oh. and you gave it away and got the best of the deal is that right oh, I, that was a boat that might as well have been the ambassador to london and now it's the ambassador to kurzakstan <laughs> <laughs> the boat is rebelling oh my god a tree stump lake oh yeah <laughs> You said Fox Lakes, but those are the foxes. They're up by Appleton. It's a different chain of lakes. Well, it's, it has something to do with yeah, the Fox River, but the, I, yeah, but it's the it's the butt end of the Fox River, right? Uh, not the, and they uh, got a bar in the middle of one of the lakes. It's on stilts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just it's just a white trash. Uh, party every Saturday, and I got a picture oh. of that, and it's Trump signs all over it, and, and uh, uh, it's, just, it's hilarious. It's just Sounds hilarious. like I should drag my pontoon Kenny, down. Yeah, I was just going to say we need to make a road trip. It's <laughs> yeah, perfect. You know, that's it's uh, just not the Lake Country we're used to up no, here. Let's put no. it that way. I still, I still uh, cannot understand why you're not a Lake guy. Why you didn't? Why you're not a lake? Doesn't guy. make sense, Sue. No, no. I mean, a lake guy. Did you see the story in Sunday Strip? The lake homes are now booming in prices. Again. I know. People are going to work for them. People are going to work for them. Yeah. They get the you know way. what? I think he discover happiness. I think we need Such in the inner city. It keeps him crabby. That's yeah, right. Yeah, guys yeah. like Reavers and I employed. Yeah, Boy, you, don't want today. A, you don't want a happy, happy mayor. No. You don't want a happy no. mayor. That's bad no. for business. Yeah. No. I was offered. Especially my, if you're up at the lake and the CP's at home. I was well, offered the, the house. In the nobody, yeah. nobody to rag your ass and be right. beautiful. Right. <laughs> Be no game of flaws. <laughs> no, there oh, what be. were you offered, Suits? I was offered the home I grew up in on White Bear Lake to buy, and I obviously couldn't afford it at the time. Mm-hmm. So, For real? that's uh, okay. You know, I've had an outstanding pool year, though, beyond paying the bills. Mm-hmm. Not one added on expense for equipment this year no lawnmower in the pool this year the other day i heard this hor- yesterday afternoon i heard this horrible screeching sound in the neighborhood and i thought oh my god the pump which is fairly new a year old and an expensive one i, I, I was swearing as i burst out of the house the bleeping pump went out you know and it makes this horrible sound it wasn't it was something over at the neighbors okay so. huh. good well, Racy, I've had an idea for a, a pool party at your house. Yes, I, let's I think do it. Y- you should have a pool party, but the only people that get invited are guys 
that are bigger than a C cup. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to suffer any sort of embarrassment no. when I take my shirt off. So That's it's got to right. be. You got to fill up a C cup or more. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's uh, you know <laughs> the C cup party. It's, uh, it's not a pretty sight these days. As bad as it was when Rook and I took that photo in the studio. Oh my God. I think she's deteriorated a little since. Well, then. I think I could give you a run for your money. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> high class. High class entertainment today, ladies and gentlemen. I got to go. Strip joints and moobs. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I better do an ad or yes, two for let's a couple of our, prestigious clients. Let's hear you talk about our good buddy Josh Arnold, Mr. Josh Money Talk. Josh would probably not support this conversation, but he certainly will support this endorsement. This is Racy for my guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. I'll bet you don't know what's in your mutual fund or ETF. As I said before, I don't know what an ETF is. If you can't take my bet, then you better call my friend, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, to find out. Josh frequently sees a common mistake with new clients in that they are allocated as high as 50% in impaired stocks. Now, you may be asking, what the heck is an impaired stock? I have no idea, so that is why I work with Josh. Call Josh for your no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to find out how to get the garbage out of your 401k or IRA. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. 952-925-5608. Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk.